husband doesn't want you dead, Carla, or he'd have had our redneck tour guide feed you to the gator. You obviously have something he wants. If you'd like to let me in on what that is, maybe we can figure this out. Carla slowly looked away from the gator and turned to face me. I could see the muscles working in her jaw as she considered her quickly dwindling options. Money, okay? He wants money, Morneau. But I will let this fucking piece of shit alligator swallow me whole before that murdering son of a bitch gets it. Ah, uh, damn it, Carla. You realize we're here right now because you didn't bother to fill me in on this minor detail. Fuck minor details. Was it worth it? Was what worth it? Was trying to get back at him worth dying? I'd like to get an answer to that before I have to watch this animal chew your head off. Or better yet, you have to watch him rip me limb from limb. I almost hope that's the way it goes because maybe a little pre-death enlightenment is what you need. Fuck you, Morno. Stop saying fuck. God damn it. Fuck, 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 fuckity, fuck, fuck you and your stupid car and those stupid fucking loafers that you wear without socks and your fucking drinking and your misery. Fuck it all. Yeah, you're a real bad seed, Carla, with your fuck this and fuck that. But that's the sum total of your ability to transgress. What is that supposed to mean? I couldn't look at her. Instead, I concentrated on the gator's tail, lazily sliding across the floor as it made a half-hearted attempt at another leg bone. It's not like anyone has to poke around too deep to find your tender spot. You wear it in the lines around your eyes, no matter how much makeup you put on. It's barely hidden in the way you sigh, when the only other option is disintegrating into yourself. You're a soul wrapped in a bruise with the mouth of a trucker as your beard. How about giving it a goddamn rest? You're kidding yourself if you think you know me more now. I know that for you, self-flagellation will never be any further away than a trip down memory lane. Screw you. The colors around her sped up and swirled, yellow, red, orange, violet on the fringes. I closed my eyes and leaned my head against the wall. Quid pro quo, Lucy. Don't do that. Even with my eyes closed, I could tell she was simmering, and I figured it was about time the pot boiled over. I told you about my wife, now it's your turn. Why did he do it? Why did your husband kill your ex and your son? What the hell happened? When I opened my eyes, she was staring across the room at nothing, her face a pale mask of regret. I figured... You don't fuck with someone who has access to your tax returns and finds the hidden books. So I pushed. I just wanted him to leave. I wanted it done. What I didn't figure him to be was a lunatic, primed to do anything to avoid white-collar prison and keep what he had stashed away. I knew he was a lying son of a bitch. I knew he was a cheating bastard. I just didn't know he was a fucking psychopath. She took a deep breath and closed her eyes. Tell me what you saw. Carla drew her knees up to her chest and wrapped her arms around her legs. I was going to go to soccer practice with him. Connor was starting and he was so excited when he called to remind me to bring his knee pads. Her voice turned bitter and she swiped her cheek with the back of her hand. 
I was running late because I had to stop at the dry cleaners to pick up some of Lorenzo's suits. I was moving so fast, trying to hurry, and I opened the door and I slid. She swallowed hard, the way you do when you think you're about to be sick. There was so much blood. Jesus Christ. It didn't, it didn't look real. Her eyes widened with a childlike innocence that was hard to watch, her face collapsing into despair. And his face, my baby's face. Carla dropped her forehead to her knees and breaths erupted from her throat in jagged spurts, causing her shoulders to heave. I couldn't look at her anymore. I thought about the crime scene photos. I knew what her son's face looked like. His head had been beaten into the seat of a kitchen chair, skull crushed, limp body hanging off the side. The ex-husband had been battered into submission, two bloody hand trails in front of him on the floor where he tried to drag himself away from his attacker. The walls, a board game on the table, all splattered with more blood than you can imagine two human beings contained. I'd never seen anything so brutal. It was the work of a demented person who thought he had nothing left to lose. The moment I saw those photos, I knew I was going to make sure Lorencio Rios found out he was wrong about that. The sound of cracking wood jarred me back to the present. The gator strained against its chain in Carla's direction, nails grinding into the floor as he tried to gain traction. Carla dared the animal with a look that said there wasn't a thing it could do to her that hadn't already been done. She kicked a huge thigh bone near her foot toward the alligator, like someone might toss a toy in the direction of a puppy who wants to play. It skidded to a stop and the animal snapped it up, biting it in two. Go ahead, make my day, you fucking piece of shit. And just like that, she was back. Buttercup, I can appreciate the reference, but I'm guessing it went over the reptile's head. 